This episode of Get in the Game is brought to you by Vertigo Global Music Promotion, proudly servicing the world's best DJs with your new music. Back in the day, we used to have a chat line. Yeah. So we used to be on a chat line, like all the cool niggas could sing and shit. Yeah. And they'd be on that. So you had to have like the sexy deep voice. You had to have the sexy deep voice, so I learned how to do it. I put your ass with you. Okay, but wait a minute. When you're on the chat line, it's more than one person. So nah, so no, no, no. Chat line. Wait, 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 wait. What, what is, is the chat line? Oh. So you think the kids nowadays need a balance? <clears throat> oh, boy. Mm. Boy, we need to put Jesus in the jug and pour it on all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and pour it on all the kids. It, 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 it's time for you to get in the game. And we are, we are live, we are live, we are live. Let the church say amen. All right, amen. Feeling good, I got my bell back. Yes, baby, <laughs> it's another edition, another week, another chance to get in the game. Feeling good, yes. clap it up one time, clap it up clap one time. Clap it up one time, let the church say amen. Man, man, gotta get this energy going right now. Yeah, yeah, we gotta turn up a little bit, man. How was your weekend? Wonderful. Kicked it with you. Yes, baby. I celebrated my birthday, and I played your song all weekend long. Yeah. Yes, I was like, it's your birthday. Yeah. You shouldn't have worn that shit in hey. the first place. Yeah. So it really did make me think about what I was going to wear for my birthday, because yeah. I was like, I do not want to be struggle walking. Struggle walking, yeah. <laughs> in no heels or nothing like that, because uh, I want to enjoy myself, and that I did. So shout out to all my friends yeah. and family. Fat, you know what I'm saying? For y'all hanging out on my birthday and making it special. I had a great, great weekend. I went to a wedding Friday. Yes, I was supposed to go to that wedding, and I want to apologize um, to uh, to them for not attending because um, my my friend Priya came through. Y'all, oh. you know, Priya been on the podcast before, and I haven't seen her in a while, and she's just been, you know, uh, an anchor for me. And uh, we sat around and we drank all night, and I just, I just had to spend that time with her, you know, because she's really supported me over over the past year, and I wanted to have that time for my birthday. But yeah. tell me about the wedding. How was it? Uh, it was nice. We got there on time. It would have been my first gay wedding. That's why I was excited to go. It was my first gay wedding. So what was that experience like? Um, It was cool because I knew like 90% of them, I felt like. Yeah. And it was cool, man. And these are t girls, so it was a... a it, was, it, was, it was a few dudes in her. I'm saying yeah, as far as like the... Girls, yeah, mostly girls. I guess the bride and the bride, or how Yeah, was the bride and the bride. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. yeah, so it, it, it was pretty cool. Was yeah. there any differences uh, uh, from a gay wedding to a, you know, traditional wedding? Was there anything that maybe was different or they did a little different? Not really. They just said bride and bride. That was it. Yeah. You know, okay. that, that, you know, that, they're, my, they're my people. And so, like, when I got there, I didn't know what to expect. And then when I got there, it was the same some, uh, same type of thing. Yeah. You never really heard none of that uh, God or Christian or uh, none of that mentioned. It was a non-denominational wedding. Like, it was something like that because the lady got up there, you know, she didn't have no Bible in her hand or nothing. Oh, know? really? You know, that's what I'm used to. Yeah. Like, oh, turn to this scripture. <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> He has brought these two people here today. It wasn't none of that. It was, like, strictly on the iPhone. To the point. On an iPhone. She read like she read like what she was supposed to read. Kendall and um, Jay, they did their vows together. It was kind of dope. Mm -hmm. It was kind of dope. Yeah. I, I had fun. Um, I just was happy to see them do it because, you know, they've been together a long time. They have been together for yeah. a long, long time. Yeah. So it is good to see them finalize their union. Yeah. And now they, you know, live as one. Do you ever like, well, you married, so I guess it wouldn't be the same. But like when I go to weddings, I start. 
don't know. It kind of made me feel some type of way. Yeah, it makes you feel like maybe you should be getting Man. married by now. Yeah, sound you, like you sound like my mama right now. You know, I mean, how long is it going to take you? You know, I'm just saying. Hey, like, man. You know. When the time is right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It just, it just was a good experience. I was glad I was a part of it. Yeah. And um, it just was set up nice. It was set up all nice. All right, all right. Well, yeah. hopefully it gets the juices flowing for, you know, maybe you planning a wedding pretty soon. You know, we'll look for that maybe in 2018, huh? Whatever God says fit. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'm going to keep praying on that one. Hey, man, we got a special guest in the building tonight. Uh, joining us inside of Getting the Game is my boy, my ace, Boom Coon from Funky Town, Fort Worth. Welcome to Getting the Game Smooth, Vega. What up, what up, what up? Also, man, uh, man, she is... Uh, you know, she does marketing, she does PR. You know, I see her at almost every event. She is, you know, a staple when it comes to the Dallas independent scene, when it comes to, you know, even business, you know, uh, building brands and, and, and you know, marketing uh, entrepreneurial businesses and whatnot here in the DFW. So I want to welcome to Get in the Game, my girl, Sarah Badre. Hey, thank you for that beautiful introduction. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Well, today we're going to be talking... Um, about digital media and social media. And uh, there was, you know, a, a video that actually went, I guess it did go viral today. Right, it definitely went viral. <laughs> that, you know, made me think that some people may not need social media. They may need to stay away <laughs> from the cameras at all times. And that person today would be none other than Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, Jerry. Uh, he needs to uh, stay away from the camera. You know, there was a video that surfaced. This video uh, came from 2013, um, and it didn't paint Jerry in the best light. There you go. I like how you did. You gave him a little respect with you that. You know, you Put know. Some respect on his name. Yeah, I put a little respect on it. A little. There's a little. little respect on it. But you know who gave him even more respect? What's that? It's former Cowboys cornerback Deion Sanders, who co-signed Jerry Jones after a 2013 video surfaced of Jerry wishing a bride congrats on her wedding and jokingly saying, quote, congrats on the wedding, but you know he's with a, a black girl tonight. <laughs> I think he big enough to black women. <laughs> Salute to Jerry, man. Salute to Jerry. At least he didn't say nigga or nothing. He didn't say the N-word. Yeah. But he insinuated that the tone is like it was a bad thing. Like, no, not really, because he's standing next to a black man. He took it. Yeah, he, yeah he did. And, and they all, they both laughed it off or whatnot. Well, Jones told uh, Dallas Morning News that the comment was distasteful, distasteful and inappropriate. It's not who I am. I am, and I'm very sorry. And Deion Sanders took a step further, Further sent an email to the Dallas Morning News stating, it was a joke. I'm sorry we're in a state of mind as a country, but if you're looking for a racist, Jerry Jones is not your guy. I believe that. Do you really? We're talking about the same Jerry Jones that said that if anybody kneeled on the playing field... His partner is Donald Trump. That don't make him a racist. It's just like, Kiki, if you ran for president and you started... Saying some crazy shit, and I had a uh, platform. You say, "Hey, hey, fat, uh, I don't want them over there doing it. I'm gonna ride with you." Trump is this boy. 
You got to hold them down, man. It's all about business. Okay, but you know what? I, I kind of felt a certain type of way back whenever the stadium was being built. Because when the stadium was being built, mm -hmm. there was, um, you know, parking is $50. Yeah. To go up in the stadium, you know, you might as well, you know, not pay your car note that month because you're going to spend it on the game. And I felt like, you know, I was kind of like, I don't want certain people here in my stadium. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't affordable to go and see a Cowboys game. I can't, can't say that because it's a business. You gotta. He he, he employs like ninety percent minorities. When you go to the game, it's blacks and Hispanics working in the games. Well, there was black and Hispanics working in slave days too. They was in the house and on the field. So I'm just saying. They getting a check now. <laughs> they getting a check right now. They getting a check. But when you go to all those uh, uh, venues, that's really what those stadiums are really designed for. Like mm -hmm. when you go to Oakland or you go to. Um, just different cities, even St. Louis. Mm -hmm. A lot of these stadiums are, are in the urban uh, parts of the, of the city, and they, they they employ the minorities because mm -hmm. it brings money to the city for them, gives them jobs. Yeah. It's like a Walmart. It's like building Walmart in the black neighborhood. Just give them a job. Give them a job. Let them work. Yeah. So, I mean, you can look at it any kind yeah, of way you want. It kind of sounds like, you know, sounds good old boyish. What would you want the prices to be? I mean, just make it affordable. You, you know, you can go to a Mavs game, yeah. and you can get a $12 ticket, or you can get a $1,200 ticket. And them niggas, and them niggas is not fun to watch. <laughs> like, I don't know nobody, like, no disrespect to Mark Cuban, nothing like that, but I don't watch Mavericks games. We, go to, we went to the Mavericks game last year. All we did was walk around and go to the bar. That is true. That but is true. Cowboys, you got to realize, Cowboys are America's team, whether they win, lose, or draw. At the end of the day, it's big business. They like one, I don't know if they the number one. Uh, they are the number one franchise. franchise yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they got They have to live up to that. When I go, when I went to Gate, when they played against Kansas City, man, everybody was out there. All a right, good time. let me let me ask you this, Vega, um, who's also a huge Cowboys fan, yep. had Jerry Jones said, um, if he would have said uh, on camera, "Congrats <laughs> on the wedding," but you know he's with a Mexican guy tonight. I mean, Mexican girl tonight. It depends on the tone that he says it. I haven't seen the video, but. Um... I mean, I would take it like he's big up in them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, that's a that's a tough act to follow, you know. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just, no, no, I feel a certain type of way. I mean, because it was jokingly, the tone was very, you know, in a joking tone. Can I show it to him? Sure, let's oh, run let's it. Let's watch it. He looks drunk. And Jennifer, congratulations on the wedding. Wedding. Yeah, you know he's with a black girl tonight, don't you? Right here, Jerry. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Oh. See, I, now you see, yeah. he looked at his partner, <laughs> and, his, and his partner who was black laughed it off, you know. But you do that around rich folks, right? You just laugh it off and you keep it moving, right? So, I don't know. What do you think, uh, yeah, I, I've just seen it. I don't know. It's kind of weird. He looked like he was a little. Well, he didn't look like he was all there. I don't know how I would interpret it. I don't know how I interpret that even now. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's very confusing because. To me, I'm taking it as, like, did the guy, like, used to only date white girls or something? Is that why he's saying that? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then in that way, it's like... Yeah. I mean, you could take it as, yes, it's a special night, and he's with a black woman tonight. Yeah. You know, and that's what they do whenever they want to step out and turn up. No, but you want to know what the problem is? It's not so much that he's saying that he's with a... Well, it, my, my issue here is that why even say he's with a black woman? Why not just say, you know, he's with another woman? Like, exactly. Like, oh, yeah. Was this a bachelor party? Is that what it is? This That's was, what it seemed like. Yeah. Okay. 
Like, you know you know you were a black woman tonight. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm, I'm just trying to figure out the context. I'm like, where? Well, yeah, we don't really know if he was at a bachelor party or if it was, like, uh, some sort of wedding pre-party or anything like that. We can mm-hmm. assume that it's a bachelor party since he was saying, you know, tonight. Tonight. Um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's probably all in fun. I'm sure he didn't expect that. That was probably more of a private moment. moment that was filmed. But, you know, the NFL is on his ass. And so they releasing. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to release all kinds of footage. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, Sarah, as a PR person, you know what yeah. I'm saying? When you're trying to build a case on somebody, you know, you 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 trying to dig a little. And, you know, this deal with um, him and Roger Goodall, you know, it, oh, might, it might turn ugly. It's going to get ugly. Yeah. It's already ugly. Mm-hmm. So I think that probably got leaked. <laughs> because of Roger Goodell. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're trying to paint him yeah. as, you know, a- as a racist. But it was interesting that Deion Sanders came to his came to his aid. I, I, I thought, you know, it was bold of him. You know, I think they probably have a great relationship. But I, I don't know. We'll see. I, for me, Jerry has just done some questionable things. Let me ask you a question, and I may be wrong. Have you ever heard any players in the past saying Jerry Jones was a racist? No. No. Okay. Enough said. We live in a society now where if something happened to you 20 years ago, the cool thing to do now is, get you know... Uh, dig it up. Dig it up mm-hmm. and say, you know, Jerry, you to touch me, or, you know... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just a trend nowadays. I just feel like yeah. so it would have came out. Yeah. You Like, you've yeah. never heard nothing? Never heard never. anything about Jerry being racist. I don't think he's racist, but I do think that he feels that he's above a lot of what's going on, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that has to do with just him being the owner of the Cowboys and the prestige that is attached to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but I don't think that he's racist. I just think he doesn't think because <laughs> yeah. he he's above a lot of that. Well, that's yeah, that, that, that's a good that point because, I mean, at the end of the day, like Fat, you were saying, you know, there's a lot of minorities that, mm-hmm. you know, work at the stadium, and uh, maybe that's just how they view that you know that. Well, you know those photos that leaked on him a few years ago too. You know, with uh, whenever he was part, yeah, when yeah. Was part, yeah. See, like, so I don't know. You know, I see it went away, no? Yeah, it went away. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's he's wilding. I think. I mean, I think it's true to his character. He's a he's a wild boy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he definitely boy. likes the young girls. Mm-hmm. You know, he and he definitely uses probably his money to get them. Don't so, get him. Yeah, he's gonna get them. You know, but. <laughs> But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how that turns out. I mean, Jerry, I, I just why don't y'all just win a game? How about Ooh. that? How about that? Why don't y'all win a game? Why don't you focus on football? I have nothing to say uh, right now. I'm not, no, you don't. I got nothing to say. <laughs> it's hard to disagree. <laughs> That's what we need you to do. What? <laughs> we had this discussion on Sunday because you know me and Fat are part of this um, a chat group that talk football. And uh, they just got their ass handed. Y'all got y'all ass handed to y'all this past week. It was tough for Cowboys fans. Kiki, I had an incident with one of my partners who was from the fight over something stupid. And then when I looked at the TV, it just sent me over the top. It's like everything was a domino effect. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted that you know, when the Cowboys lose, it just do something to my energy on the inside. Not only that, I, oh, and, and that's why you didn't come out to my party on Sunday night, but it does it to the whole city. Because nobody moves, everybody stays inside, nobody goes out. Like It's like the city shuts down when the Cowboys lose. It's, it's sad. Yeah. Kiki, who's your team? I am I am a Saints fan, uh, a Saints fan that uh, has an 8-2 and two team right now. 
We're the head of our division. And, uh, you know, we'll see y'all in the playoffs or nah. <laughs> Must be nice. No comment. <laughs> I'm not even, I can't even hate. I can't even hate. I talk so much shit, man. I can't, I don't have nothing to say. You know how much shit was talked to me last season because the Saints were trash? You know what I'm saying? I'm enjoying this moment wholeheartedly. I'm having the best football season ever. I thought y'all was going to lose Sunday because they was losing and they came back and won and I was like... In overtime, baby. Shit. Drew Brees, I believe, baby. <laughs> yes, I believe in Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. We still got a little room on the bandwagon if you want to join nah, us. No, I definitely won't do that. We good. I'm <laughs> Cowboys and we good. I want, let's see. Before, before, they, before God takes me away, I need another parade. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And for those as Cowboy fans, they know what I'm talking about. I need that parade. Mm-hmm. One more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids out of school, we need to have that parade, man. <laughs> yeah. To the bowl, y'all. Yeah. Well. Let's go, man. All right. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll Not see happening that, this year. No, no, we can't say that. Not happening this year. small feet. Yeah, Sean Lee is not going to play this this week. Yeah, I've seen He's it tomorrow. out another game th- on Thursday. Night. Yeah, not going to play tomorrow for the Thanksgiving game. Zeke. Uh, Zeke is still suspended. Zeke is not coming back till week 16, so. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> that's brutal. <laughs> replacements. <laughs> that's brutal. We should have got Adrian Peterson for yeah. Saints. Jerry Jones, yep. man, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> you got to suit up. <laughs> I want to be on the side. Like, come on, y'all. We can do it. Come on. Seriously. Somebody needs to help uh, uh, Dez cheer on the team a little bit. You know, Dez, gets, Dez really gets into it. I love Dez, though. I love him. I love Jason Witten. I think they're phenomenal players. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Any given Sunday is my motto. You know, you never, never know. Um, Okay, in the other news today, um, man, this was kind of some big news. And I knew that this was going to happen. You know, I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? So I do believe that this was something that was going to come down the pipeline. A couple of years ago, as I was going through and reading all my Illuminati stuff, Mm -hmm. they were saying that this was going to happen. And it's amazing that everything that I read that's conspiracy theorist tends to happen, I'm Mm -hmm. just saying, in some way, shape, or form. And this is another one of those things. The FCC is proposing net neutrality. Now, net neutrality allows for big businesses to modify how you access the Internet. So a major company, under the current plan that we have that was put in place by the Obama administration— would have the same capabilities to provide content as a smaller company would. So you get it all the same, you know, the same amount of time, the same amount of access. However, in the new proposal, net neutrality is gone and your ISP, which is your internet service provider, mm-hmm. um, can be charged. Uh, well, you can be charged extra to reach certain websites. This is under the new plan. Also, it can slow down streaming services like Netflix that compete with other streaming services. So let's say your internet provider is Comcast. Well, if Netflix is a direct competitor, then they can slow down those services so that you don't, you know, you get pissed off because it's taking too long to get a Netflix, you know, on because... Netflix is their competitor. Also, your ISP can block some websites altogether, so you wouldn't even have access to them. Wait, so they can control what websites have been going? Yes. Under this new plan that the FCC is trying to propose, they they can do this. Now, in a recent, uh, now basically, this would be no free open internet. And in a recent poll, 77% of Americans support retaining the current network rules. 
so on the flip side um, of this, of this, uh, what the FCC is proposing in this new plan is a light touch framework that uh, FCC Chairman Ajet Pai, I think I said his name right, he's trying to push that would make your internet bill go up due to being charged for sites like Facebook or YouTube, but it also would allow for free to zero rate affiliated content. So what that means is a Comcast customer might be able to download NBC content without it counting against their data cap. So as long like if Comcast and they have a relationship with another network or whatever their relationships with, you're good. You'll have access to it. But their competitors is where you're going to run into a problem and may not get access to it at all. Oh, shit. Yeah. You want so the FCC is not serving the public interest is what a lot of people are saying. They're saying that they are serving the interest of a small group of ISPs that support the agency's agenda. So this is companies that like like a Comcast or a Verizon that may be supporting this issue because they win. They get to, you know, dominate what we see. You know, I was in the wireless industry for about mm, six years. And I remember whenever I was actually working for one of the wireless companies, uh, that was actually uh, very, very, very rampant. You know, they would throttle, like certain carriers would throttle the competitors, like affiliations. Mm -hmm. So, for example, Netflix and T-Mobile had a partnership. If they have a partnership, then, you know, essentially they would, they would prioritize Netflix, T-Mobile would, but they would throttle other streaming sites. Right. And this is, this is actually proven that it's already happened. Right. Because they're trying to gain their customer base to go, you know, to go up. I don't know. I, I mean, how I feel about it as as a whole, like, you know, I've always been a huge advocate going back to, like, MySpace. And there's certain areas of, of the Internet that I do believe should be filtered. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think in terms of, like, an open source market, because that's essentially what, what we have right now. It's all open source. Right. Um. I don't think you should take that fully away from people. I don't know. I, there has to be a way to make it, to make it work. I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of crazy what's yeah, going on there. It's that's kind of crazy. crazy. I mean, just think about this. I mean, both of you are artists, you know, Vega, you're an artist, Fat, you're an artist. Let's say you have your, uh, you have your music, mm -hmm. and let's say it's on, um, let's say it's on SoundCloud. You know what I'm saying? Let's say you have it on SoundCloud, you have it on Spotify, um, and you have it on title, but you don't have it on Apple. So, you know, Apple might slow down or make it non-existent, you know, for the people to be able to get to your content. Yeah. You know, and that's not, I mean, that's not fair. Now you got to pick and choose and be very strategic as to how you put content out there. I feel like it's monopolized. I also feel like it's just a way for control. Mm -hmm. Because what people got to understand is that right now, Internet is so free to the point where people can make money doing anything they want to. Mm -hmm. So if they come in and start controlling, regulating, saying, you know what, y'all searching this red shit too much, y'all can't do that no more. Right. That's that's to me is just a violation just of, of your human rights. But you, you, what's your president number what? Number forty five. I guarantee you, he got something to do with that shit. Oh hell oh, yeah, yeah, because he got buddies in the industry mm -hmm. that will make money off of this. The key word you said it came from the Obama administration first, right? And what we always say about that. You trying to undo everything that Obama set in place. So. Yeah, yeah. And so what this essentially boils down to is that uh, just like your cable company and you pick your tiers, you pick your channels that you want to have, you would do the same thing for internet. Mm -hmm. So you would have to pick what sites 
you know, out of the major sites that you would want in your package. So this could, you know, then you would have varying, um, varying tiers uh, that you would have to pick whenever you get your internet service. The type of shit I look at ain't gonna be no major internet. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna make you pay for that Pornhub now. <laughs> I'm not paying for the Pornhub, man. We're getting that basic package right You know what, though? That might drive the porn industry back up because you know it's kind of going down right now because yeah. everything's free, so that might make it go back up. I just think this is another way to get the corporations back in control. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta think, too. Like, uh, I think there was a... I was watching the news the other day about you know, Toys R Us is facing bankruptcy and, like, basically this year, this season is going to be, like, the the deciding factor yeah. of how soon it's going to happen. The reality is it's going to happen. They're already, right. they're already there, but you also factor in the fact that the internet and online shopping and just the fact that people will go to the internet to purchase stuff, like, it's becoming more and more difficult for businesses to last, uh, or at least the physical businesses. So I think that's also a way to, like, try to fix that problem. Right. No, I I think you're definitely right. But I got to ask y'all a question. If you had to pay for Facebook, would you pay for it? I would, if depending on how much it is. If it's like $9.99, I'd pay for $9.99. For Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, it's too detrimental to what I do. I feel like for the most part, I already do because I'm in an event and I'm always having to boost posts. I just learned I did mine for the first time today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to boost my post, yeah. too. I'm going to try that. I told you that, man. Yeah. The, but you know, see, I, I, I know a little research, like you were talking about, like how they control shit. I told you how they did that with YouTube. So now with Facebook, if you don't pay, you ain't going to get you to view. Remember, uh, what's it, Richard? What's the name? Trent Richard? Yeah. Uh, Trent Shelton. Trent yeah. Shelton. He yeah. came in when he told us, you got mm-hmm. to pay. Got to mm-hmm. pay to play. So you mm-hmm. damn right, I'm going to pay for Facebook. Okay. I mean, they're doing that on YouTube as well, where you can boost it. Twitter, you can boost posts. Instagram, you can boost yeah. So it's across the board. I just think that's being overly greedy, though, because Facebook's already making so much money. Oh, like, my God. The, the the left side of my Facebook, where they have all of the things that you can do in Facebook, I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't. Like, it's just too, Facebook is too much for me. I'll be honest. Like, I use it, but I just feel like it's very intrusive on my privacy. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I pop up and I start seeing ads, you know, based upon what I've searched in Google. <laughs> you know? And you can do that. Like, I don't know. There, There's a name for it. It, it escapes me right now. Lookalike, isn't it? Isn't it called lookalike? I think that's what it's called. It's it's something. It's 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 a certain system where, oh, you know. Lookalike on the side? Yeah, no. Uh, somebody actually educated me on this recently. And they were talking about how through digital marketing, there's a, a specific program called Lookalike, and what it does is it captures the the data of, of what you searched, and then it mirrors it, and then it basically allows people to market that. So if she's a Saints fan and she's like, I love the Saints, yeah, she's going to see an ad, Kiki loves the Saints t-shirt yes. purchase now. <laughs> it's funny because... Um... You know, we're going to get into this later, but we're doing the Jaro and Ashanti show. And I literally feel like every day is like an Ashanti update for me because I've like researched her so much that like it's like every day I get like what she's doing or <laughs> some new thing. Like, and it's just like, yeah. And it's just weird. It's also very scary that that, you know, I mean, they can get down to the detail of like, I freak out whenever I pull up my, uh, like I open my phone and at certain times of the day, depending on what my habits are, mm-hmm. it'll tell me like in my GPS, like all of a sudden it'll pop up and say 20 minutes to Oak Cliff. And I'm like, wait a minute. How the fuck it know where home is? I'm, yeah. And how does it know where home is? Like it tells you like, oh, you got, you got, you know, the traffic is light. You yeah. can be home in like 30 minutes. I'm yeah. like, bitch, I'm not going home. What are you talking about? I don't care if you turn it off or not. It knows. 
Yes, yes. That's another thing I found out. You know, on Facebook, uh, like, if you talk about something, me and my husband were talking about this. If you talk about something, like, if we're having a conversation and Facebook is open, it it actually will, like— It'll pick it up. It'll pick up what you're saying and then show you ads for that shit. Kiki, yesterday— I was running my mouth to somebody else, and I said, "Damn, I need." I said, "I need some help." And Siri said, "Fat, how can I help you?" Stop. Oh my God! Like they probably won't do it right now because I'm trying to make it do it. Yeah. But my phone was sitting down just like this, and I said, "Damn!" I said, "Damn, I need some help." It says, "Fat, how can I help?" <laughs> and I'm looking like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, the technology oh, is getting eerily scary. That's why I wish see my grandma and they didn't believe in cell phones when they first came out. But one step, one step closer to having that chip embedded in us. You know? you know, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I read about that. That is the mark of the beast, y'all. Do not get the chip. I'm just it's saying. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Not, I'm not getting it. They'll have to just take me kicking and screaming. I'm not gonna be able to do it. Well, you know, you mentioned the job role on the Shanti show that is coming up. <laughs> And we're excited, you know what I'm saying, excited about that. And also just excited about everything that you're doing. You know, when you talk about social media and digital marketing and, and you know, you do a lot of concert promotions. Sarah, you do a lot of marketing and brand management and PR. Um, how do you use digital and social media for your businesses? You want me to start? Yeah, sure. Start. Oh, geez. Um, it's like the, it's really interesting because like there's so much new techniques that are coming out and new strategies. So like for me, it's really exciting to get to like tap into all of that because, but it's also like, you're always like struggling to keep up as well too. Like you always yeah. have to, you know, stay relevant with everything. But um, yeah, I think it's just having like access to anything. Like that's what I love. Like I can reach anybody anywhere just by googling them and stuff right. so that really helps me like build my network and then um you know everybody for the most part i find is pretty willing to work and build because it's all about building your brand so just having the access to be able to re- like dm someone that's and, like, so make funny. something happen you know it's so funny because i can remember like when social media first started then i wouldn't like do i would tell people i'm not doing business on my you know, on my yeah. MySpace or on my Twitter. Like, no, yeah. that's that's like for enjoyment purposes, right? I Correct. thought it as a rec- recreational type of thing. And so I would I would never take anybody seriously that would like initially hit me on social media. I'd be like, you know, email, call me or whatever. And now it's become the norm. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I, yeah. I think too, just like targeting your audience. And we, we spoke about it earlier, just boosting posts in general now. Like, you know, you can decide you know, how much you want to put behind a marketing um, campaign and then just target your audience as specific as you want, like keywords, what they're looking at, like what they do, where they're at, what age they're at, female, male. And that just makes my job like so much easier. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I would say with social media for me, like, I, I, you know, I enjoy it. And I think the, you know, marketing in general, like I've learned just, the best part of it is that it's ever-changing. So you constantly have to adapt. Uh, I'm just learning more about the psychology of people and how people respond to certain things. So mm-hmm. how to make people engage is always really kind of fun to me mm-hmm. because I, I do it in a, like, the way I tend to market and the way I tend to promote is more in a conversational manner. So, like, yeah, I'll announce a show, and obviously whenever you announce a show, people will respond to a show that they care about uh, or they'll respond to a concert or they'll respond to whatever it is that you're posting, but... Generally speaking, if you can make it conversational 
through social media like Facebook, for example, or if I'm leveraging my personal account and I just initiate a conversation like, hey, you know, I want to do a 90s R&B hip hop show. Like who who would be down to go to that or whatever? Mm-hmm. And like they don't they don't understand that I'm embedding and I'm already planting the seeds. Like I have like a three step process to every show that I announce. And like they don't the, the public doesn't really realize how I'm, I'm moving along. But like everything is pretty much calculated at this point because all of this is very psychological. I tell people social media is very psychological. And I've, I've told this to anybody. I'm like, yo, if you just go on Facebook right now and you put fuck everyone in big bold letters with exclamation points and you change your status to angry. You know how many people are going to respond to that? How many people, you're, how many emotions you're going to control by that post? You could be laughing. You could, you can, you could not even be mad. But all of a sudden, you're going to get text messages like, are you okay? Are you mad? The people that thought that you were mad at them are going to be... The people that you didn't know that thought that you were mad at them. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. that's how much control. So if you just utilize that general concept and just apply it to this aspect of the business, you can control people's thoughts, emotions, feelings, and the way they respond to what you do through social media. So that's how I use, utilize it. And that's how I try to approach shows and everything that I do. So, yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, you do a lot of that too. I mean, you post a lot. I you know what I'm saying? I have learned that Facebook is so easy to get shit stirred up. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, let me give you an example. If I just say, hey, uh, I just say, here go the link to my new video. Watch it. But if I say something, you know what, man, black women, y'all, y'all don't know how to treat men. I'm going to give me a white woman. <laughs> now, I might not even feel like that, right. but I post it at the right time. So I learned it's about when these people are online. Because mm-hmm. when people come home from work, and they looking at their phone, or if they when people are drunk at two in the morning, come home from the club, and they on their phone, they see that. And in my eyes, I'm like, cool. I just really did it to get some, you know, get people attention. Right, right. But, and then, and then now, you know, and that's something that I, I've, I've always kind of meshed my, um, I've always kind of meshed my personal and my social media or digital, you know, footprint together, um, which. Is not always good because it is so easy to have your own persona on social media. And, you know, and tell your truths on social media, like, you know, like you said, just, you know, putting something out there and people instantly reacting to it, you know. It's it's, the internet. It's, yeah, it's definitely crazy. But you know what? It just goes back to what you say about these companies. They want to take their control out your hands. Yeah. Yeah, and I think anytime we get closer to, like, mastering something, Mm -hmm. because I really feel like the people that are really into social media and digital um, content creation and all that, I think it's pretty much to a point where it's mastered. Mm-hmm. You know, for a lot of people, people are making six figures, you know, on digital content, yeah. on creating the content and all that kind of stuff, being social media influencers. So now it's about time the government's going to probably come and put a monkey wrench in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, sure. you know, it's like the wild, wild west right now. Anybody can get it. So, Sarah, like, what else with the podcast? If we wanted to get... I guess like a larger audience. When we came to you, what would we do? Oh, what would be okay. the process? What would be the process? I want to know. This. Get the free game. No, I'm kidding. That's what we're doing, baby. We giving game. That's hilarious. Well, for me, I I just I focus on like community driven things and just like really finding creative ways to engage in and you know reach out to your audience. So maybe like doing a tour at like different cool spots, you know, and like, um, having a theme and, um, consistency too is something that I always teach. Like that is such a struggle sometimes for me. 
Yeah. But they have things for that, right? They have, you know, I, I, cause I use like a lot of scheduling mm-hmm. programs like Hootsuite and Buffer and stuff like that yeah. for like scheduling posts. But yeah. And then to just like really taking people into like your personality and just maybe finding some ways to do that. So maybe doing like a promo video where you just like meet Kiki and then like, you know, what you bring to the table and things like that. I could go on for days with different types of strategies, but it's really like it starts with getting to know the person, getting to know their goals and like where they see themselves and, you know, five or six months or a year from now and what they want to see the platform to be. And then kind of taking that and working backwards up. So, you know, like one of our things is that we we know who like you we know who our listeners are. We yeah. know who you are, MVPs. We have studied you. <laughs> we know who you are. And so, you know, of course, you know, catering to them, but trying to expand outside that audience, you mm-hmm. know, is always that gray area for me. It's like, OK, I want to give to the core, but I also want to cast something out so that we can get you know, more people involved. What would you say to somebody that has, you know, kind of understands their core and what their content, you know, uh, what kind of content to give to them, but wants to like spread their wings and get more people involved or a different set of uh, demo, like a different demographic? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I like to study a lot of like similar platforms that are successful and kind of like dissect what they're doing and then maybe find your own variation of, of how you could go about doing that. Um, and then probably just the boosting to like a totally different demographic of, of sorts, but people who would still be like interested in what you're doing. So like, would you say you do a really good job of tapping into the sports market since you guys, um, you since know, we have an into window and with them getting the game, you know, we do, we do, we keep track of what's going on in the sports world and we try to put a lot of that content out when we can. Yeah. But, um, you know, one thing is, and, and I know, uh, Vega, you can attest to this, you know, when you're when you're doing social media and you're and you're working, you know, to get uh, the word out there about these shows and, and fat does, too. It's a big job. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, how sure. does how does somebody um, that has a small business that, you know, they're doing it all, they're doing everything and um, but they want to have a good social media footprint. But it's really hard because social media can take up like half of your day. No, yeah, it can take it up all of your day. It can take up all of your day. It can take up all of the month. know how much work it is. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of work. It's nonstop. Uh, I would say just to to backdoor what she was talking about right now. It really does come down to like like creating a self development plan for each situation, right? Like really breaking down your goals quarterly, knowing like okay, three, six, nine, twelve. This is what I want to do because I think a lot of times whenever we go into certain situations and even for me, whenever I went into launching the company, I was just kind of like, I know that I want to grow and mm-hmm. I know that I don't want to stay local and I know that I want to go further. But that's such a vague thing to say because that can be interpreted in so many different ways. So it's like we want a bigger audience. Well, what is the definition of a bigger audience? Is that 100 more listeners, 1,000 mm-hmm. more listeners, 10,000 more listeners? And as you start defining what success is or isn't or what you're met manage basically how to manage and measure your work mm-hmm. and i think based off of that once the the, the the plan is created and you know definitively like hey i want to get to this point then i think that's when a strategy can ultimately be created for whatever the situation is yeah because fat like i mean you got you got core fans have been there you know with you for many years yeah, you know but a lot of them aren't on social media like the new the new age and that's why i fall short at I used to be able to, when I first came out, I could easily do 800,000 views, you no know, million views. It was nothing. But it's like now I seen the drop. 
And then uh-huh. when, even when I go to my subscribers now, mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't even active no more. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So that that's something that I lack in. I would definitely like to sit down with y'all and just see what I can do. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Because because it does, you know, there's a decline, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes with that decline, um, you have people that will go ahead, since you can purchase anything and everything now, you can purchase your followers, you can purchase your likes. So what do y'all, how do you feel about people that do that, that buy their followers, buy likes, buy subscribers? You know what? I'm not really a huge uh, fan of it, to be honest with you, because I know of people that have done it. I've actually known of people that have gone on to have successful careers that started with that format. Um, but I think it falsifies uh, where they're really at, you know, or where they where they really stand, uh, you know, because it's like you can buy the followers, you can pad your numbers, you can make everything look good, but ultimately, are you built for show or are you, or are you built to go, right? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that's what it's, it comes down to. And, uh, you know, the one thing about the business, like I said, it's constantly evolving. You have to adapt. And, is it, you know, for me, you know, before I forget, with the company, part of that was, you know, how do how do I remain relevant in 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. and beyond? And so you start finding different ways. But I'm not really a fan of it just because it doesn't really give me, like, I'll know in my heart, like, that's not really That's not that. really my person. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm misgaging what, where I'm really at by padding this number. Yeah, and that's yeah. For, for you from an artist, like, show standpoint yeah. fat you as an artist but Sarah when it comes to businesses yes and them buying followers or likes or whatever to get a bigger you know look on social media would you advise in doing that I'm actually on the fence on that because I see like the benefit and then the downside of it like what he was saying the downside of it is that it's not really true accurate information and it's really hard to like check your progress by doing that. But at the same time, with what I do, everything is a numbers game and a leveraging game. And if you don't have any numbers, like there's almost nothing I could do with you. So in a sense, I'm not necessarily against like a little bit of fluff, but like dramatic fluff. No, like that's just, it's so fake. So, yeah, 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 for sure. I've seen it. I've seen it work. So, yeah. You've seen it like work for people? Hell yeah. Yeah, Oh yeah, for sure. Remember T. Wayne? Yeah, yeah. Man, I remember when he, first, I remember when he, I remember when he yeah. first got on Twitter. I was like, how the fuck do you got that many followers, bro? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I've seen some stuff. It went up there, and next thing you know, people started, like, seeing him. Like, damn, he got this many followers. Let me follow him. It stuck with him until whoever did it for him, they got into it. I've actually seen that happen too, but I think where 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 you have to really kind of figure out whether or not it's 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 productive or counterproductive is like people catch on to it. You know, people eventually yeah. catch on to it and you want to make sure that uh that it's it's it, it makes sense. It has to make sense ultimately. Right. Is there a believability there? Like if you've never had a record on the radio and yeah. you hardly put out any any video or any content, it's like... Yeah, and you have, like, 100,000 And you have 100,000 like, followers. How does that make sense? You know, like, if you're constantly putting out content... And there was an artist that I was working with back several years ago. Okay. I can't say the name. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to put it out there. But I would say every time there was a move that was made, whether it was a placement on TV, every time there was a placement on the radio, anytime there was a placement, you know, uh, in general, the followers would go up. But they were very calculated on how they moved with that. So yeah. if they, if they yeah. were on national TV, up. 
they they knew when to, they knew when to put the money. Oh, into I the, know who you're talking. Oh, about. so they would so they would buy the followers ahead of their whatever they were Parents. doing their big. Not right before, like literally, like so. Right they, when it happened. So if they happened to be on TV that night or or whatever the placement was, as soon as it happened, they would put the money into it. It's kind of smart though. That's yeah, very smart, but that's, that's how. But that's it, that's how to work it. Though. Yeah. That's fluffing, like you were saying. It's like mm-hmm. because there, it's a mix yeah. there at that point. So like when I talk to artists that I've worked with, whenever I you know I've booked several national shows, and I you know I take a little bit more of a mentorship approach with some of the younger guys specifically. I'll tell them like, hey, if you're coming into this show with 2,900 followers, you should go and check your Instagram after you perform or after you leave tonight. And if you're not plus 50, plus 60, plus 100, whatever the number is, then, you know, that's how you define whether or not you had a good show or not. Mm-hmm. Or whether or not you really did what you were supposed to do and you shook the hands and you told them where to find you at, stuff like that. Now, it would make sense if, for example, let's say the Ja Rule Ashanti show, there's... 2,000 people there and we have an opener which we don't but if we did and they fluffed their numbers that night it would be believable mm-hmm. but that's when you do it if you're gonna do it mm-hmm. but I'm not an advocate of that so. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? y'all need an some game, y'all, need, y'all need an opener though Fat's available hey. oh no Fat's gonna be out of town he's gonna be is that, is working the, this is not the first show you done huh no, no, not not at all. I've well, done, who else you don't like deal with? I've I've worked with a lot of people. I recently uh, I did two shows with Bumby over the last few months, like literally, like with last two months. Last month, yeah, last okay. month I did two shows with Bumby. I've worked with pretty much everybody from Texas. Uh, so you know, Camilla Nair, Bumby, Scarface. Uh, I've worked with the Game. Uh, who else have I worked with? Obviously, we got John Rochante, Immortal Technique. I've worked with a lot of the underground hip hop guys. We're doing a free toy drive on December seventeenth at Trees with Royce the Five Nine. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've worked with Joe Budden, a lot of those guys. You know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. You know, a Boogie with the hoodie. He's you know that's my guy, Cap G. You yeah. know, those guys are all pretty dope. So yeah, I've worked with a lot of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Genuine, genuine. Yeah, genuine's one of my favorites. Lord you know? Jesus, genuine. <laughs> Is he the one that brought him last time? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's the one that that brought him. And yeah, yeah. We had uh, the interview set up for. Yeah, but just... Genuine was so busy. Yeah. He was on that pony. He was on that pony riding. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he, he couldn't come get in the game. Yeah. That's okay. He'll get we, in the we, game soon. We're going to get him in the game soon. Very soon. Well, let me ask y'all this. We see more people with content that uh, that they wanted uh, on demand, so to speak. Um, how do you keep up with keeping uh, your listeners and your fans and, of course, you know, everybody's uh, staying top of mind for those people? You know what? I think you should. I think this is one of the things I wanted to talk about. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Uh, you know, I do a lot of studying. And so recently, like, I just started re-uploading my catalog on the Internet because I had just hit a point where I wasn't really focusing on the music and I wasn't really trying to adapt on the music side. So then I started doing my studying and I started going into like streaming sites and how like how how basically that's the new sound scan. Right. It's mm-hmm. really just streaming. Like, mm-hmm. and, and then I had a conversation recently. I was actually on a conference call. And I don't want to name drop because I hate name dropping, but like I was at a conference call with uh, uh, Royce the Five Nines manager, and he was consulting Little Flip on uh, this new project that Little Flip was working on, right? Yeah. Little Flip's got bankroll, y'all. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's into so, so many business yeah. ventures. Yeah. So, so yeah, and he had actually just signed a deal with uh, some somebody that was like one of the main executives, like in uh, on in, in MTV in Asia. So I was on this conference call because I brokered this deal, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm on this conference call, and he was basically educating him on how music is being consumed in 2017 because Royce the Five Nine had a number one album on Billboard 
uh, last year, which, you know, it hit number one. It's, un it's unheard of for a, a hip-hop artist at this point in his career to chart number one, right? I never knew that. Yeah, he charted number one independently, and it was underground hip-hop. So it's like, how did that happen? So anyways, long story short, I, I listened to the conversation, and without giving too much of it away, basically what I took away from it was, I really need to do a better job of learning. And, and he was basically saying, like, well, look, music now is being digested and consumed so differently. Right. You go to Best Buy back in the day, you used to have aisles of music. Now you might be lucky to have one aisle mm -hmm. of music, mm -hmm. right? You, you can't find a laptop or, or a computer, for that matter, with a CD drive in it anymore. Mm -hmm. People aren't even spending $9.99 on albums on iTunes anymore. They're spending $9.99 for subscriptions to get unlimited streaming. He's like, so how do you adapt? Or in this case, how do you keep people engaged? He's like, well, the, the, the audience is fickle now. And this is literally the conversation I was listening to this. And I was like, man, this is good stuff. He's like, the audience is fickle now. That they don't, they, their attention span doesn't last. So like, right. you know, you drop a new album on Friday, it's old by Monday, right? Because there's so many other music that's being, that's coming out. Back in the day, whenever somebody would release an album, it would last six months, 12 right. months. Yeah. You know, it would last a while. It would be new for a while. Now that's not happening. It's like, it comes out on iTunes it's or Apple Music or Spotify, the streaming services. It's old right away. So he's like, mm -hmm. he was advising him. The, he's like, I wouldn't advise an artist at this point that's coming into the game. You know, you might want to take this one and run with it. He's like, I wouldn't advise anybody to release a project in its entirety. I'd, I'd tell him to release it in increments. Don't Chris Brown it, okay? Yeah. Don't Chris Brown it unless you're Chris Brown. Okay, that can drop an album with 45 tracks on it. No, but, it, but he was saying, I guess he was like, if you have like a 16-track album, yeah. rather than release all 16 tracks to the audience, break it up by the fours and release like a part one, part two, part three, part four, like January, February, March, April. At that point, it's the same project, but it stretches the, the lifespan of the project. Mm -hmm. So it keeps the project new over a longer course, of, like a longer period of time. So in the spirit of everything that I just said, that's kind of how you have to treat promotions. So you spoon feed people, basically. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to give them the whole entire thing because if you give them everything, then they'll eat it right away and then they just move on to the next movie, essentially. Mm -hmm. You know, damn, that kind of just made me want to um, stop what I'm doing, but um, I seen Lil Uzi do that. Yeah, that, and that's the reason why they're doing that because if you, it, like, I started studying Spotify. So, like, yeah. I'm telling you right now, this is just, this is actually happening as we speak. Um, I, I, you know, I hit a, like, a, a patch where a lot of my music I got pulled off iTunes willingly. I took some of that stuff out. So I had went and I started looking at the numbers and I was like, why are my numbers so low? It was depressingly low. And it was so I just made an effort. And over the last month, it's just increased dramatically. But because I'm making a conscious effort to attack that platform. And so if you if you constantly just look at what how people are consuming music, how people are consuming information that then it makes everything so much easier to kind of like, okay, this is how we're going to attack. And you're right. That's a lot of the way that artists are doing it, but that's why they're doing it. He's like, we're not living in an album era anymore. This is actually mm. what he said. We're living in a playlist era. Mm. You know? Uh, yes. Shit, that's a joke, man. Yes. You hit that motherfucker. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Might want to say that one more time for those of y'all who didn't get it. Yeah, no, this isn't an album era. This is a playlist era. But it is the way that music is being consumed. I think that's the way that information is being consumed. So if you look at even whenever I campaign a, a show, I have multiple flyers because it might be like, I, I call it the announcement flyer, and then I, then I come out with the main primary flyer, and then I might release like a flyer, you know, towards the end of it because it keeps the promotion fresh. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So. And we do that a lot in radio. We'll revamp imaging, revamp, uh, you know, audio, revamp things. Because, like you said, people, once they get it, They've moved on to the next thing. Correct. And so in order to keep them engaged, Damn. you gotta keep you you gotta give them a new image, give them a new sound, give them a new whatever. Same, you know, talking about the same thing, but giving them something fresh that keeps them engaged. You, you yeah. know what I, I actually had like a, this long old marketing thing that I typed up like several years ago, and I actually call it the fishbowl tactic. Uh -huh. You know, whenever you throw the fishbowl out there and then you know they bite onto the hook and then you reel them in. You know, right. that's essentially how you reel them in, you know, so you just got to just got to know. But, yeah, I think in the spirit of everything that I just told you guys, that's that's how I adapt and that's how I maneuver. I basically really study. <laughs> I, I study. And Fat is over here shaking his head. Are you OK, bro? Yeah, because you, you don't really nowadays you don't really get free game. You don't get you don't you don't get too many free moments like this. Yeah. I, the reason why I, I haven't said anything is because I've never heard this before. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I've been wanting to talk about it, and I was like, well, if I'm going to talk about it to anybody, I'm going to do it. I'm getting the game. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. No, because I don't think many people understand it, because it's like, when you really, really analyze what I just said or what we're talking about, it's like, it makes sense, but it also really stretches the, the, the lifespan of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the secret to it, because it's like, that's where we're at with social media. You know, like, nothing, you know, even with Hurricane Harvey, I hate to use that as an example, but, like, you know, there's still people that are still dealing with that. Oh, no, we just, I just got a DM from UFAT that was talking about how down in Port Arthur, yeah. they were still dealing with yeah. people that are in shelters yeah. that are without food. But what a great, just like Sarah said, you know, you, you get that information instantly, you know, and you, and then you can go into action instantly. So, I mean, that's, that's. You know, definitely, yeah, you know, a good And that's where we're at. Good it, way, Like, yeah. it's like, why is it, it's not news now because it's not new anymore. Right. And that's yeah. that's the era that we live in. If it's not new, it's it gets old fast, and it's like, it's so unfair. But, I mean, you know, just to, just not, and not to promote, but just to kind of throw that, that that's actually why we're taking the toy drive this year. Because mm -hmm. normally I donate all the toys to orphanage in downtown forward this year i'm actually donating it to relief game which is trade the truth organization because of that yes 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 and let's talk about that a little bit now you're doing this um toy drive it's gonna happen when december 17th which is a sunday okay and it's free admission with the with a toy this is my 10th annual i've been doing it for years i've done it with terrell owens i've done it with nelson cruz i've done it with a lot of different people um snow the product um so this year we're doing it um, with Royce the Five Nine. I have several other underground hip hop artists that are going to be part of it as well. Uh, I was hoping Paul would be on it. Uh, mm -hmm. I reached out to him, so I'm waiting for Paul to confirm. You know, you know mm -hmm. how he is sometimes; he's just busy. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, Paul and then I got Trey the Truth involved from you know his organization. Whether or not he's going to make an appearance or not, I'm 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 not really sure. I don't want to like pressure him to do right, it. Right, right. Uh, so where is this going to take place? At? It's going to be in Dallas at Trees. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be a treat. And so people can come and they can donate a toy and they can uh, go in and yeah, there's gonna free. be performances. Yeah, it's gonna and... be. A, it's a free concert. It's a free concert. Okay. And you know, like I, I do it every year, but this year I think the reason why it's so special is because I've never taken it out of Fort Worth, so this is the first year I'm doing it in Dallas. Yes. Uh, you can download free tickets online now. We're actually already like I think we've already had like 200 tickets downloaded so far. Okay. Uh, so it's 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 gonna be a really good event. But I've always wanted to do this. More so not only to give back to the community, but also because I want to be able to give a concert to the people that can't afford to go to concerts, mm -hmm. too. Like, I don't want to, like, leave that out of it. So, like, if 
this is the the build that we've put together for the genre of music. It is obviously you know Royce the Five Nines Underground. Mm-hmm. We have Chino XL. We have Emilio Rojas. We have GT Garza. These are it's more of an underground hip hop audience. This is really like a twenty five dollar ticketed show mm-hmm. after taxes and fees like thirty dollars, right? Yeah. Uh, so to give it to the public for free for a toy, and then we're gonna take all the toys and donate them to Relief Gang. Uh, I think it's dope, and it's yeah. really it's really something that I don't see anybody else do in that format, like take a national headliner. And say, hey, we're doing a free show, guys. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing, man. Hey, well, I want to introduce somebody else that's joining us today. Um, uh, Montana. Montana, come on over here, Montana. We're going to make some room for you at the Get in the Game table. Now, Ma- Montana, uh, she is the owner and operator of After Party Radio. Uh, she has the party awards that's coming up. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But I want to continue our conversation uh, right now. So we're talking about digital um, content, digital marketing, and social media, and the ways people are getting content right now um, is very different than what we're, we've been used to. And yeah. it's ever-evolving. Uh, you know, we've talked about how... Um, you know, the streaming game is taking over. Nobody's really buying physical CDs anymore. And you really have everything that you want at your fingertips in your phone. Um, and so that's just, you know, that's just kind of where we're at right now. Now, when, um, what is your system, uh, for putting out content for your business? Now, uh, Montana, I'll direct that to you since you're just joining us. You know, you have a online radio station and, um, of course, y'all produce content for your social media platforms and whatnot. And, you know, you have different shows um, that are part of your network. So how do you put out content for each of those shows? Because you have what... You have a lot of shows. Yeah, we have a lot of shows. We have 36 shows on our roster. Mm. So how do you put out all that content for After Party Radio? Well, of course, you know, social media is a big part of what we do. But at the After Party, we work in synergy. So it's not just, um, you know, about that particular show, putting out content for that particular show. We work in synergy. We we combine our social media and, you know, we help one another. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, social media is a big part of it. People are already online. We're online. So it just makes it easy. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, you know, how it is for us as well, yeah. you know, in the podcasting game. Because I've always said, like, you know, in this day and age, you need everybody's on their phone. Right. Everybody's on their phone all day long. You know, everybody's on their phone. And so if you're not on the phone, if you're not accessible by cell phone, Mm -hmm. you're really losing in the game. Yeah, you really are. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's why I don't understand why some people don't answer the phone when you call them. And they, they babysit their phone. Phone yeah, be right there. You see them when you with them. They yeah. they scrolling. But when you call, they can't answer. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's because they're probably looking at Pornhub. I'm just saying. They probably in the yeah. middle of a video. That's I don't know. Hey. <laughs> no comment. But, you know, in this audio streaming, I'm even noticing uh, mainstream even having apps and, you know, yeah download our app and follow us or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just the way of the world now. Yeah, yeah. And that's interesting because we were talking earlier about the FCC and the new regulation that they're trying to pass as far as, um, you know, kind of uh, taking away the free internet. Um, so now this kind of makes you think, well, you have more apps on your phone now because now you may not want, because mm-hmm. if just imagine if you had to pay for Google. 
Oh, Imagine yeah. if you had to crazy. pay for Google. Getting rid of that shit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm no more. apps on my phone now. I'm yeah. yeah. I play Candy Crush. Yeah, and I mean, shit, you're going to download everybody's app so that you have access, you know, to right. it. But it could, it still may cost you, but, you know, that's just where we're at. Well, um, let me ask you this, um, Sarah. Um, you do a lot with businesses and um, independent entrepreneurs and so forth. Does a small business, there's a lot of small businesses out there that may not feel that they need social media or a social media plan. What would you say to them? Um, I just feel like they're being naive and like shutting down a free source of marketing. For now, for now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I mean, there are some people or small businesses where their audience is not on social media. Mm -hmm. Like I just ran into that problem with my aunt wanted me to do marketing for her and she like has a home health business. And I'm just like, your audience is not on social media. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, in that case, traditional methods are are the way to go. So really, you're looking at businesses. They need to look Mm -hmm. to see where their audience lies and if their audience is, you know, social media savvy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's what's it. That's what's it. I think the biggest um, challenge that I've found is just like attracting older consumers because they're not on social media. No. So, yeah, yeah, it's kind of hard to get them because they are, you know, they're with traditional radio or TV or right. newspaper even. Exactly. And so it's kind of hard to get them. But I mean, you know, I mean, in all honesty, you know, when we talk about baby boomers, you mm. know, they're probably, you know, they're probably just going to pass through this era. And, you know, then after that's over with, then we're all going to be, you know, taken over as far as the, as, as far as that digital platform. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. We're not doing a chip, Vega. We're not doing the chip. Say no to the chip. Okay. Hey, I'm just saying. They're going to find a sexy they're way. way. They're going to find a sexy way to do it, too. They already got it. Probably yeah. How do you know it hasn't happened already? Oh, oh, the food we eat and shit. No, but you know what? This is, you know what? Yeah. Now, I read this. We don't know. As a conspiracy, I have read that, you know, now that babies may be getting chipped. You know, whenever they're born, you know, they take the baby mm. away from you whenever you go yeah, to have do. the baby at the hospital for a long time, for some hours. And that's why they get mad at people, you know, they have uh, the births at home. They don't believe in uh, a lot of people the, are having uh, more vaccines home births. And yeah. shit, man. It was somebody went to jail. I think it was in Detroit. She told her, told her husband, I ain't giving him no vaccine. Yeah. Send her to jail. Yeah, you 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 will go to jail if you don't get Fuck vaccinated. That shit, man. Our parents should be able to do whatever they want with their child. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I mean everything is being um, controlled. And let me ask um, y'all this: Y'all everything like social media goes too for like people on social media. Like I know y'all. Yes, Tyrese. Explain it. Explain what you mean. Like okay, well okay, she said Tyrese, but like even recently, and I'm sure y'all talked about it, the whole beat king and the eggplant. Like, oh no, what? we didn't talk about that. We didn't that, talk about but that. But we can. Okay, okay. We can. So like that's like going too far, right? At some point, like when is it just not cool to like put I'll- all your business on social media. I would say no. I would say no. Why is not no comment? I would say no. I would say no for this particular situation that we're talking about because, you know, B. King has said, I am, you know, I'm the king of, what is it? I'm the king of a whole culture. Okay. He is the representative for whole culture. Gotcha. Okay. So So everybody that follows him kind of knows, you know, what he represents. So this was basically advertising for him and his fans. Gotcha. For me, the reason why it ain't going too far, because you got to understand, the way the rap game is, 
if you ain't popping on social media and ain't, they're not talking about you, they're not concerned. <laughs> and B-King, I know no shade on my nigga, but he really didn't have nothing going on. So he came to Dallas and got with Lil Ronnie. Lil Ronnie is my motherfucking brother. And he said, hey, I got you. He turned him up in the, in, in the uh, a little hotel or whatnot, and he got viral. But just like you said, it was popping for the two, three days and shit. Ain't talking about it no more. Yeah, and it might have been by design. Yeah. yeah. No, do no, you know, think, was. even though it was popping two or three days and nobody's talking about it, but do you think people, I mean, it, just because I'm not talking about it doesn't mean I don't forgot about it, or will it taint that person's, you know? Not him, no? because he, he owns that. Yeah. Like, a lot of people called from Houston and said, man, I'm so glad you wasn't in that video. Oh, man, I just knew you was going to be there. The reason why I wasn't because I'm at a point in my life where I got other things that I'm trying to be attached with. You know, I want to get into politics. I want to be at your school. So you can't attach you. yourself to the whole culture. I've done it before. <laughs> okay. I've done it before. Like, it's a lot of things that I've done in my past, from gangs to uh, drugs, you know, just getting in trouble. It's like, I don't want that in my life no more. So I will try my best to avoid that. I don't even kick with the same people no more because I know... Everybody got their phones out. They record everything. And that's another damn thing. Like, I don't even get that. Like, we are in an age, like you said, where everyone has their phone out. They want to record. Like, I'm not even understanding. Like, even with the Kevin Hart situation, before you come kick it with me, you got to drop your phone at the door. Yeah. You can't even, you shouldn't even make it past a Look, I should have requested that on Sunday night whenever I was at King of Diamonds because I'm sure there's some video of me. <laughs> Somewhere. I wouldn't have recorded you. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I saw some phones, but you know, hey, it is what it is. I was having fun. I was turning that, but you know, I didn't do, I didn't do nothing. You're not supposed to do at a strip club. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying. Hey. But you know, granted, say everybody. I mean, all your business ain't everybody' business, and sometimes I think that you know people just take it too far. Like I get it, Snapchat, and it's gonna erase in 24 hours. But you, yeah, yeah. that's you what like, we think. Yeah. Exactly. So, 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 do you judge people? Because, like, you, you know, my next question is, what do you notice about people's behavior when it comes to social media? Now, do you see them for who they are? Do you prejudge them based on their social media? Yeah, say, yeah. yeah. You judge, man. This is judge ass world, man. Like I don't care if you walk in here. Look a certain type of way. I don't care if you go to church or not. I'm gonna look at you. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. I see how she dressed. Cool. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is yeah. what it is, man. There's no way of getting around it, man. Yeah. My daddy told me a long time ago, your wife was gonna judge you, man. Pull your pants up. Yeah. Right. Stop wearing a do-rag, man. Take the shit off your head when you ride in the car. And I don't care. I've never got pulled over when I dress a certain type of way. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm a firm believer it's because it's a judgmental world. Right. Yeah. 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 You always say never judge a book by its cover, but. They say that because they do, you know? Well, let me ask you, I mean, because there's a lot of girls, there's a lot of Instagram models that are out there right now. They got, you know, a million, two million, three million followers, and they're making money because of their followers that they Today, have. Today, but Kiki J, they, these helpers going to be 50, 60 yeah. with grandkids <laughs> one yeah. day. Yeah, so you mean to tell me you want a little man-man to see you... Your pussy all on on Instagram. I mean, that's what they doing right now. It's like, the end thing. it's the end thing to do, and it gets them that temporary money. You know what I'm saying? Remember, Pimp C said back in the day, what he was kind like, of money though? What kind of money are we it's talking? It's short money. It's yeah. short money. It depends who you referring to because. You got a chick like Bernice, you know what I mean? Like, she, she getting to the oh, bag yeah. right well, now. Well, these ain't Bernice's, though. Yeah, but the yeah. thing about it, everybody, everybody starts somewhere. And it's all about who's around you to tell you, like, invest your money. You know, like, it ain't no different than when the girls come to the strip club. Mm -hmm. I got interviewed the other day. The lady back was really bashing me, like, why would you let these women strip? I'm like, let me explain something to you. I don't make them strip. They come here and make that temporary money. If somebody's around them, teach them, invest your money. Hey, make this money right here. Don't give it to none of your boyfriends. Don't waste it on no clothes, nothing. Invest that money. Get your hair company. Get your nail shop. Get your cleaners. Whatever it is, you got to have people around you to help you invest that money. 
And I feel like nowadays, I don't, the reason why I don't judge people is because I've been judged before. And I just say, man, to each his own, man. As long as you ain't out here harming no kids or you ain't harming yourself, you want to take your clothes out and do what you do, it is what it is. Ain't no more clear hustles no more. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just my personal opinion. Cause we in our thirties, man. I'm like, nigga. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so far. I'm, I'm so far. I was thinking a certain type of way until I started getting around girls that's 19 and 20. They don't even think the same way. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. You know that's for sure. Right. They don't. Yeah, it's just a different, a whole different generation. Like, you know, I'm, I, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> like I'm so disconnected from that generation at this point, and it's crazy. Cause I'm like, damn, I didn't. I don't feel old, but apparently I am old because mm-hmm. the, the morals, everything is just so different. different. Yeah. And this is the social media era. Well, and then it's scary because Montana, you brought up a, a good point. Like, what about our kids that, you know, maybe seeing this and now they're getting bullied at school because their mama was on Snapchat, you know what I'm <laughs> right. saying, working, right. you know what I'm saying, on the Snapchat. Yeah. And now you've got people that are being bullied and so that goes into the whole... And even her, you know, to even be ho-shamed because that's, that's Bingo. true. You know what I'm saying? Because even a chick who, you know, who got eggplanted on, on B-King, B-King Snap, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, it's cool, but now everybody knows your name. People who you don't want to know your name. It's some some dudes in Dallas that she did not want to see her coochie, and they done seen it now. Uh-huh. You know, it, uh-huh. it's it's a done deal. So I just, I, I sometimes think, you know, we just take it too Damn far. Yeah, there does need to be some sort of social media etiquette, some sort of yeah. social media. So I don't, I'm not mad at Mark, you know, when you know for for patrolling Facebook and you know pulling shit down because I just think you know from people videoing people dead bodies or yes. traffic. Mm-hmm. I mean, not traffic, like people dying in car right. wrecks and shit. Like who does that? Yeah. Like just no privacy anymore. Well, let me ask, let me ask you a question. With them controlling what goes on Facebook, what about when these cops are killing these kids? No. Now, okay, so it's it's a it's a you know, a catch twenty two to that because I do agree. Yeah, yeah, we do have to have, you know, something visual. Yeah, we can cut on a camera and do that. But I also feel like at some point like people just you know, my privacy is my privacy. If if I'm having a, you know, I'm popping off at my kids and you pulling out your phone or, you know, whatever, like, that's just not cool. That yeah. That's just not cool. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, and the, and the sad thing is that even though you have that access to be able to film something like, you know, an unjust uh, uh, killing right. because of mm-hmm. a, a police brutality or whatnot, that's something and it, different. And it, and it, yeah, it's, it's something different, but it still doesn't yield any results. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you're kind of like, well, dang, you know, because you never know how it's going to end up, you know, with is it going to is it going to help or is it going to hurt? I don't I just think for me personally, I just feel like it brought some type of awareness mm-hmm. once people started seeing people with their phones and getting to a police officers and being killed. On camera, I feel like America needed to see that. America needs somebody to hold up a mirror and show you, like, this is the shit that yeah. that you need it's to happening. see. And that's what we see on the internet every day, right? We see the mirror of America. Yeah, that's what I we're like seeing. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. see everything, yeah. and it's an ugly picture some days. I um, a lot of times I get intoxicated. Somebody, <laughs> somebody records me. So I was the next day. I'm always like, man, I wasn't doing that shit. And when you go like, back her, and you look you. at the videos, you're like, damn, look at my face. Look, in my mouth. Why did I say that? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to have somebody hold that mirror up yeah. and show you this is this is what the hell that you're doing. And I feel like with Facebook, some shit like we talked about this earlier, some shit shouldn't be on there. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to um, sex, 
I feel like some private shit should be right. kept yeah. yourself. I understand that. The only reason I say that because I've seen so many people, black men nowadays, at, uh, engaging in sexual acts with girls and recording it. Next thing you know, they get in trouble, get put out of school or get lawsuits exactly. put on and they go to jail. And that all could be prevented if you just put your phone up. Mm-hmm. Girl, I think it's, what is, what is, it's what, like what? a knee-jerk reaction, right? It's, it's a knee-jerk reaction whenever you see a train wreck happening and you instantly pull out your phone and press record. That's because this new generation, they need the gratification. When I was coming up, we would do certain things like that. It wasn't no phone. We didn't want to record it because we didn't want nobody to know we was even exactly. doing that. Exactly. Smoking weed and then your parents didn't want to know about that fighting. If we got into a fight, that's evidence. Right. Right. That's fucking evidence. Yeah, you're you snitching on yourself now. Yeah. Police, yeah. I, I'm telling y'all from firsthand, police don't even have to go out in the streets no more. All they got to do is go on Facebook. Exactly. And I just watching on phone. Yeah, we see you on for, um, First Foyer. <laughs> that's how they, oh, yeah. we're, they on this Facebook page. Once yeah. you see them on a the Facebook page, it's a done deal. Yeah. yeah, it is a done deal. Well, let's talk about maybe some people in social media that are doing it right. Who do you follow in the digital social media world and why? Let's start with you, Vega. The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. He's doing it right. He's the one that's doing it the best in terms of social media. Like, he... He has really figured out how to like mix, you know, promotion with, you know, the the, the philanthropy. You know, like he he's. If you're gonna ask me, give me one person to, like, study his social media pattern. Look at the Rock, and it's always on time. Mm-hmm. The way he distributes his posters always the same exact way, mm-hmm. and every single one works. Yeah, and he's that's the reason why I think he's the number one movie star in the world because he's been able to leverage social media, figure it out. His team is incredible. All right. All right. Sarah, who do you follow in social media world or the digital world and why? Okay. There's two people I've probably been following a lot lately. One on the business side is Karen Silva because I think she's the ultimate girl boss. I love the way that she brands herself and she like shows enough of her personality, but like also the money moves. Speaking of money moves, the other person I follow is just Cardi B because she's just freaking hilarious. Like pure entertainment. I love that girl. And you talk about Cardi B, who was somebody that, you know, kind of started on social media. She went on to love and hip hop, and then she developed her music career, and she did it right. She did it right. Got Jocelyn mm-hmm. mad, because, yeah, Jocelyn yeah. wished that was her. <laughs> what about you, Montana? Who are you following nowadays? Okay, so I don't... Let me tell you, me, because I'm all in the beehive, I love how Beyonce move, okay, because she move in silence. And that's how I move. I don't, you know, I'm not a personal, I don't put my personal business, even though we do um, interview people and like to be in your business, but I don't want you in mine. Right. So I like how Beyonce move, and uh, that's really, her and Oprah, they're the only people I follow. Yes, the queens, the queens. Fed, who you following nowadays? Um, I'm going to say free Kevin Gates, because... When he got on Instagram and he just had that phone in his face, how he talked, I just was so in tune to that because you never seen an artist say some off the wall ass shit and own it. Mm-hmm. Then he put his relationship out there on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even cool for rappers to have a wife. Yeah, you know, true. To, you know, that was somebody who I um I follow, and I think secondly would probably be uh what well, I got two more, uh, Kevin Hart. Okay, I like Kevin Hart because he he does jokes on there, he posts stuff on there, he's always messing around with people on there. 
And the last one probably be like either shade room or ball alert. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you gotta keep like up you said, with the gossip. I wanna know your business, but I don't want you to know my <laughs> business, man. Right, right, right. Man, that's when I could be judgmental. I could look at the shade yeah. room and say, Dad, I can't believe uh, Yeah. Uh, you know, T.I. did this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Without them knowing I'm in their business. You right. understand? Exactly. That's the key. I can look at your business. You don't even know I'm looking at your right. business. That's right. That's yeah. right. I feel the same way. Um, you know, Amanda Seals is one that I follow. She's on Insecure. She's one of the co-stars of Insecure. And I love her because she's the perfect mix of political, funny, and ratchet. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, I love it because I don't always, you know, wear makeup. And I, sometimes I'm in a ponytail with my yeah. glasses on and my sweats. And I love Amanda because she'll get on at any time and just say how she feels, no matter, you know, if she's dressed to the, you know, heels, you know, and right. looking amazing or not. You know what I'm saying? Of course, she's a mixed girl, so we always look. You know, we all yeah. looking a certain, you know, yeah. we all looking good. Yeah. But, I, but I just love, because uh, she was the one that clapped back to Tyrese, you know, oh, here recently. Yeah. Oh, you showing that. Yes, yes. And so she will get, she will hand it over to you. And at the same time, uh, you know, be fucking hilarious and just, you know, really, really ratchet sometimes. But I love her. She always keeps it real. And then secondly, I would say um, I really like to follow Russell Simmons. Uh, Russell Simmons is somebody to me. I, I mean, I feel like he's just the godfather of hip hop. And so he understands a lot of things and he puts you on as far as like politically and business wise. Yeah. And he's not afraid to say what he feels, you know. And so I, I appreciate his honesty in social media. So. One person I forgot to say, King of Snapchat, DJ Khaled. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 man. Shout out to I, I, I was sitting there thinking like, you made me want a little boy, man. You know, how you talk to the little boy, man. I mean, they, DJ Khaled is the equivalent, and I think they should do this because they're coming out with a new Lion King. Yeah. I really think that DJ Khaled should be like the dad uh, on Lion King. The Mufasa. And, and, yes, Mufasa the, was thanks, it. Simba. And, and then Simba should yeah. be Asai. Asai, that would I'm be fun. So, I'm so, <laughs> I'm going to campaign for that. Yeah, we need to make that. that happen. Yeah, shout out to Khaled. Well, I want to play a little game with y'all, okay? So, uh, <laughs> and we'll just kind of go around the room on these people, but based on their digital and social presence, what do you think of, or what word do you think of when I say the following names, all right? We're going to start with number one, Cardi B. One word? One word. When you're thinking about their social media Dang. and digital platforms, what's um, one word? Lit. Okay. All right. Hilarious. Okay. Personality. Ratchet. I say sexy because I think Cardi B is sexy. She got that. She got that accent, you know, that it doesn't matter what she say, even if she's, you know, rambling on about something. Yeah, she she's got that accent that I just love. All right. So what you just said, your favorite uh, person on Snapchat, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. Mogul. <laughs> you got to say it like that, too. <laughs> Winner. All right. One word. One word for DJ Khaled. Uh, keys. <laughs> Best. Best. Yeah. You know what? He has a film. Yes, yes. You know what? Khaled has a, a, he should have a dictionary. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure we could all use a Khaled dictionary. Yes. You're right. Khaled, um, I'm going to put that out there for you, brother. Call me and we can collab on a dictionary for you. I think we should make that happen, mm. uh, especially as Assad is trying to learn words. words there man. should definitely be a, a, a DJ Khaled um, dictionary. All right, this next person, Kim Kardashian. I'll let your ladies go first on that one. Disgust. <laughs> Ooh, 
You go back to me. <laughs> just one word, Sarah. Just one. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I would say opportunist. Yeah, that's, that's a good, that's that's a good, good word. word. Women bashers. <laughs> Batty. Okay. Perfect. Oh, perfect. <laughs> really? What? Really? Really? That's fucking right, man. Goals. I should have said goals, man. Like, wow. Come on, man. Wow. Come on, man. She made it off her back, man. Hey. Literally. Wow. Started from the bottom, now she here. <laughs> how much money Chris <laughs> and them done made. Wow. They whole family get in the bag, man. Oh, my God. Come on, Kim K, man. I used to love Kim K, man. When Kanye got out, I was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite rappers, man. He got Kim K. Yeah. I wish I was Ray J, man. Oh, Lord. Come on, now. <laughs> he hit it first. Not really. Oh, One yeah. of them Jackson uh, sons hit it first. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. I forgot which one it was, man. It's like one of the grandsons. Yeah. Now he's feeling... Oh, uh, it, was it uh, Austin? I think so, man, because it was one of the... Uh, I don't know if it was Jermaine Keys or one of these kids, man. Okay. One of those. I could Google it. All right, Sarah. Sarah, have you thought a word for Kim K yet? She's still thinking. She's still thinking. The only thing I think of with her is just branding. I think she's the queen of branding. Yeah, so. no, definitely true. Aye. Definitely true. I knew that she was the king, the queen of branding whenever my friend said, you know what? I really want those salad bowls that the Kardashians eat out of. <laughs> and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, for real? No, but they can sell fucking Anything. water to seal. I mean, like, for real. like for real, for real. All right. Uh, I don't know if y'all follow him on social media, but let's talk Michael Blackston. No, I, I've known Michael. I've actually known uh, Michael for a long time. So he's hilarious. That's one word, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Period, hilarious. He's great. I don't know. Oh, okay. You well, heard of Michael Blackson? Yeah, I don't no. follow him. I just say funny. I know Michael he's Blackson. Yeah, African. He's an African comedian. Mm-hmm. Michael Blackson. Is he the one that pretends mm-hmm. to be Michael Jackson? Okay. When the show's over, I'm going to put you on. Yeah, we got to put you on game on my He calls everybody a bitch nigga. Yes. That is him. I missed that boat. Sorry. What about you, Fat? Approachable. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Hey, I would say that, you know, because he's very humble. You know, when you see him, when you're in front of him, it's not like he's a star, star. It's like, I mean... Yeah, because yeah. he came in KOD and um, yeah, he, gave yeah. us a free performance. Oh, okay. And yeah. then, um, you know, if you like, he's one of the first comedians, comedians where you could diss him on Instagram, he'll screenshot the shit and post it. Yeah. You know what? Have you been seeing this here lately that Tyrese is oh, yeah, playing uh, that he is kidnapped? And so that's hilarious. It's playing what? out on social media right now, if you see that, which brings okay. us to Mr. Tyrese, Mr. Chocolate. What do y'all think? <laughs> One word to describe Tyrese's social media presence. Pathetic. Ah, uh, that's rough out here. <laughs> As Sarah's on social media right now, that's a pause you just heard. Tyrese. Am I missing something? Is there a jo- an ongoing joke or something? That- Sad. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, you gotta, gotta hashtag Tyrese so you can see it. No. Yeah, and they all feel sorry for him right yeah, now. Yeah, he's he's fucking saying one word for him. He's going through uh, I would have to say uh, trade. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would like to trade him for somebody light skin. <laughs> you want to put him in the trade? Yeah. And then we trade him off of, like, yeah, we need to trade them. Give us Matt Barnes. Yeah, we'll Crazy. take Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes. Uh, <laughs> Matt Barnes. <laughs> Matt Barnes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just like a, a dark skin. Yeah. Like a fight. Oh, right. man, I can't believe And you know, I'm such a Tyrese guy. Like, I'm yeah. actually a fan of his music. And 
just so sad to see what's going on with him. He needs help. I really want to know real quick, did he ever say anything about lying about getting that $5 million? No, he, he just ain't not. saying shit. <laughs> no, he just let it go. You know the issue, though? It's so funny that, you know, because, you know, he started ranting about The Rock, and obviously, you know, obviously, I, I just got done talking about The Rock, but he went on this big rant about how he he's uh, he's betraying the franchise for going off and doing his own spinoff of the Fast and the Furious movie. And he's like, oh, you turned your back on us. You did this for the money or whatever. I'm like, dude, you did the same stuff to TGT. Mm, you did the same exact thing to take in Genuine. And obviously, because I have a relationship with Genuine and his management, you know, they've 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 told me a lot about Tyrese. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tyrese is, God, God bless the brother. Yeah, so we, hope, we hope he gets, he did get his daughter. He did get visitation yeah. with his yeah. daughter, Salute which is morning. amazing. But, um. You know, I just think that's another one of those things, Montana. Like, some things are not meant for social right. media. And your beef with your baby mama sometimes needs to stay off of it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk Snoop Dogg. <laughs> What what's what, what's going on with Snoop Dogg? Well, let's oh, just, this, I mean, we still on the wall. Yeah, 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 we still on that. We still on that. We got a couple of more. Uh, gas. <laughs> Yes, indeed. And I, yeah, he smokes a <laughs> lot of it. He's one of the only people that I know that smoke actively on social on, media. And on, like, I heard, like, on stage and everything, like, yeah. straight up. No, all the time. He's always smoking on his social media. Right. I mean, it's just a known thing, mm -hmm. you know. I mean. So, like, it's it's not a, that's not a turn off to you. Oh, to see to see him smoking like that. You know what? If I was his wife, I would probably be like, you know what? I mean, but it's I guess it's his brand, right? It's who he is. So I mean, see, that's what I'm saying. That it, I don't I don't understand like how some people can get away with that shit and some people cannot. Absolutely. Like the like the like the thick chick dancing on a on a chair in a bikini, uh -huh. and everybody shares that shit like. 5,000 times, but if I did that shit, it wouldn't get shared. You'd get reported and, and, and blocked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, what's up with that? I don't understand, like, what is that rule? What's this, like, invisible rule that some people can get away with shit that some people can't? Yeah, there's a different rule for everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely how, how that goes down. All right, well, we're going to do our... our uh, we, I have a couple of more, all right? Uh, first thing you think of when you think of uh, the social media uh, presence of this person, uh, Fat Pimp. Who's talking to me? Well, I'm just saying Fat Pimp. Like, when we think about you, Fat Pimp, I would say um, funny. I would say funny on social media. I would say um, myself. Yeah, we talking about you. He's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, Kiki. He's crazy, man. Dallas. There we go. There we go. Well, he just started following me right before this interview, so... I've been looking for your Instagram since the other week, man. Right? Let me clarify that. Just the other week, what was that, third, that Thursday? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I did. I just, I couldn't find you, and then today I happened to be on Lady J page, and I found you. Just from the instant look, it looks fun, so I'm going to go with fun. Okay. So you, you think you can help me out? Yes. Yeah. We can talk. We can talk after this. Yeah. I got a blue check. I'm going to say black. <laughs> hey, you good for that blue check. <laughs> what about you, Montana? I'm going to say blocked for now. Okay. Until I follow. I'm just playing. Well, I'm just fucking with you. No, I don't follow Fat Pimp. Yeah, I don't follow him. I'm going to have to check it out. I, I, try, I try my best to, uh, to keep it PG-13, man. Just okay. Because I know the thing about it is, I'm friends with so many people that got kids, mm -hmm. and and um, they're starting to follow me. So 
So I kind of try to watch what I post for the most part. Like, I used to even, even with KOD, I don't even yeah. post it on my page no more because yeah. my mom is on Instagram now. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. And that's because the people that help work. Right. You know, they're like, oh, you know, Nessa, why you not on uh, Snapchat and Instagram? I said, man, do not follow me. She follow me. Uh-huh. Not sure all my friends' businesses and stuff. And yeah, she be asking you. She be calling you yeah. about so-and-so doing this. My that. mama sends me Instagram videos every single day. Lord. From somebody else, drama. She love that shit, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, speaking like, of drama. Look, Snoop, see, look. Oh, she sent you Snoop video. That's all she does, man. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> well, speaking of drama, here's our last one Donald Trump. Can I go first? Y'all. Don't follow. <laughs> you know That's that. two words. Words. <laughs> um, uh, No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Mine is retarded. Yeah, he's getting he's getting multiple words here. Um, I'm gonna give him a block, like for real, for real. Yeah, fake news. <laughs> uh, racist. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say non-presidential. For sure. For sure. For sure. What a fucking. You clown. think he really do all that posting? I don't no, know. I don't it know. might be he's the girl. Be. It might be the press secretary because that bitch looking like she. You know, she looked like a drill sergeant in drag. I mean, I, I don't know if y'all see her, but I, I really, I went on Twitter uh, the other day when she was doing a press conference, and I was saying, you know, because they were trying to figure out what they were going to do with this uh, tax money and all of that. I said, can we please take some of that tax money and get, I think her name is Sarah, not our Sarah that's on the panel oh, right now, oh. but her name is Sarah. Can we please get her a new makeup artist? Please. I know the government has enough funds for that. She, st- she gets on the podium every day at 12 o'clock noon looking like she's headed to mm. the club, okay? Oh, wow. Please wow. stop. Please stop. Do you think the impeachment is going to happen? I do. I actually I actually signed a petition. You know there's a petition going around. I pray that. Uh-huh. I've seen, I seen it, and I actually signed the petition, petition for the impeachment. So I hope it does, but I'm a little scared because I don't know who's going to come after that. Because mm-hmm. I'm not... The vice president, ain't it? The vice president is a known, openly racist person. Right. They're all racist. You don't want to go from dookie to shit. Yeah, shit. yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely, so... <laughs> um, I'm going to keep my comments to myself until I'm off air. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you know they listen. You know they listen. Yeah. Well, I want to thank y'all all for coming on and talking about, um, you know, social media and digital marketing and all of that. And I know that there's probably... People that want to connect with you and find out more about what you got going on. So we'll start with you, Miss Montana. How can they reach you? Um, so first, you can reach me at um, the after party. So you can follow me to uh, the after party. That's T H A after party, and we have our party awards coming up December the third. Yeah. Um, it's going to be at the Plaza Arts Center. So excited about that. Follow me there too. And I'm uh, Madam. And that's for all of your. Is that for so everybody? That's that is part of- it. It's an independent show. It's for our show host as well as we have categories for people outside of the after party. Okay. So DJs, artists, uh, community leaders, as well as business owner, I believe would be the other categories. Okay. Um, This is our third year doing the award show. Okay. Um, so really excited about it. We are going to have a cypher at the end. It's dope. Ooh. That's why I was late, because we were auditioning for the cypher. So okay. um, really uh, looking forward to this year's award show, December the 3rd. And, of course, I'm Madam of Media on uh, social media as well. Okay, so y'all can make sure y'all follow her. If y'all want to get tickets to go to the party, mm-hmm. uh, make sure you hit her up. I'm sure there's a link on her page where you yes. can get that done. Sarah, how can they reach you? 
Okay, I have two socials. My personal is just my name, Sarah with an H. Uh, last name is B-A-D-R-A-N underscore. And then my business is Creative Currency, which is, it's at Creative Currency underscore. Okay, all right. And uh, Smooth Vega, how can they get in touch with you and get those Ashanti and Jaw Rule tickets? <laughs> all right, so uh, my username is going to be at Smooth Vega uh, across every social media platform. And then I have the company Premier Live Experience. It's going to be at Premier Live underscore EXP. We do have Jaro and Ashante December 3rd as well at the Bomb Factory. I have oh. two tickets for giveaway. Yay, so we can give them to our MVP. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to leave these with Kiki. Ah, and, you know, I'm going to tell her to give them to whoever she wants on social media. All right, media. MVPs, get ready. You know, and, uh, and I'll get you some more here as soon as I can. Okay, right? And awesome. that's where you can find us. All right, and Fat. Um, I am Fed Pimp on our social media. Uh, King of Diamonds seven days a week. Well, sometimes, I ain't gonna say well, always. It's kind of like five now. Five, yeah, yeah. 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 We working on. <laughs> uh, but now, um, I'm in. I'm in them streets. It's, you know, it's Capricorn season coming up, so mm. I'm gonna probably be out seven days a week. You know, yeah, getting it up. in, getting mm. it in. Oh yeah, shout out to you. I got the new location. Yeah, a downtown downtown. That's the one we went to. Yes. Shout out uh, Mr. Hit That Glam Deal. Yes, we we made an appearance Mm -hmm. um, on their show, and that was so much fun. Um, Yeah, y'all turned up. And that day y'all came on, y'all know it was like so much shit happened because after that interview. Yeah, they left. I stayed. Yeah, I left. I stayed. I stayed with the girl when the girls came in. Yes. I was not trying to be in there, man. Man, listen. That's just now dying down. Yeah, well, you know what? That's where you want to go. You want to go for a real after party? going over there because they, they is turning up over yeah, there for real. Is. Make sure you check them out. And make sure you check out Get In The Game, man. You can find us on social media. Get In The Game, G-E-T-N-T-H-A Game. We're on SoundCloud, uh, Google Play Music, iTunes, YouTube. Um, make sure you check it out. New episodes every single Friday. And uh, as a matter of fact, this week, uh, thanks to Premier Live Experience and Smooth Vega and uh, Miss Sarah, we have tickets for Jaw Rule and Ashanti. So make sure that you follow us on social media so that you can win. All right, it's G E T N T H A game. All right, man. Big shout out to y'all. And remember, you can't win it if you're not in it. So make sure you get in the game. Hey, what's up with the world? Your boy Fat Pimp checking in, and I want to shout out to all our MVPs out there who've been getting in the game. You can now catch us out on Vertigo. What day is Kiki? Saturday and Sunday, 4 to 6. That's what that is. Vertigo Global Radio, 4 to 6 on Friday and Saturdays. On Saturday and Sundays, fool. I thought it was Friday and Saturday. Saturday and Sunday, 4 to 6, Vertigo Global Radio. Turn up.